I thought the need for this conversation would have disappeared. Like a few decades ago, I cannot believe I have to say this again, but here goes. The other day I was talking to someone about a friend of mine who had converted to Judaism, a.k.a. joined the Jewish people. My conversation partner stopped me in my tracks. I don't believe that, he said. You can't convert to Judaism. You can't just join the Jewish people. You either are Jewish or you're not. You you take a class and you take a test and they dunk you in the mikvah, the ritual bath, and poof, you're Jewish. No, he continued. You have to have a Yiddish neshama, a Jewish soul. You have to have centuries of suffering and feeling. It has to be in your DNA. I'll tell you what went poof at that moment. 2,500 years of Jewish history, law, and theology went poof. More than 40 years as a congregational rabbi working with Jews by choice went poof. More than 40 years of being an activist and a leader in the reform movement working to welcome Jews by choice went poof. More than 40 years of having colleagues in Jewish professional life who are Jews by choice went poof. And let us be clear, thousands of years of people joining the Jewish people to live Jewish lives and sometimes, tragically, to die Jewish deaths went poof. From Religion News Service, this is Martini Judaism. For those who want to be shaken and stirred, I'm Rabbi Jeff Salkin. I'm Paul Brandeis Rauschenbusch. This week on The State of Belief. I felt like if anyone was going to be speaking up, it was going to have to be somebody like me. Faithful conversations around sexual orientation and gender identity in Texas with Auburn Peterson of Another Story. Also, getting ready for the 2024 vote with Adam Friedman, organizing an election strategist at Interfaith Alliance. The State of Belief, where religion and democracy meet. Distributed by Religion News Service Podcasts and available on your favorite podcast app. So let me say it again. Just in case you were not listening decades ago or just in case you are new to this topic. Judaism is not a closed club. Judaism is not a secret society. Judaism is not in your DNA. Actually, there are genetic elements of having ethnic Jewish ancestry. Every week, countless people are finding out via 23andMe that they are, in fact, some percentage Jewish. But therein lies the paradox. The Jews are a tribe, a family, a people, and a nation into which you do not have to be born, but in fact that you can join Is it easy to feel that sense of connection and that sense of history? No. Can you learn it? Absolutely. And it happens all the time. Since the very beginning of Jewish history, people have sought to join us. Who were the first converts or Jews by choice or Gerim? Abram and Sarai, whose names would become Abraham and Sarah. That is why Jews by choice take as their Hebrew names Ex ben or bat Avraham Avinu Vasara Imenu, a Hebrew name plus son or daughter of Abraham our father and Sarah our mother. That is why the great medieval philosopher Maimonides told Ovadia, who is a convert, that he, Ovadia, should pray the traditional Jewish prayer that speaks of the God of our ancestors because those ancestors are Ovadia's ancestors as well. 
In fact, it is a classless violation of Jewish etiquette to refer to someone who has joined the Jewish people as a convert or a Jew by choice or a ger, georet. They are Jews, period, full stop, end of sentence, but wait. Sure, you can convert to a religion, but can you become part of a people? Go back in history and ask the biblical Ruth. Ruth was a Moabite woman, and the Torah had barred the Moabites from associating with the Jewish people. And yet Ruth and her sister Orpah married into a Judean family. When their husbands died, Ruth wanted to leave Moab and accompany her mother-in-law Naomi back to Judah. But Naomi pushed back on that request. And what did Ruth say to her when she did so? Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Note the order. First peoplehood, then religion. When was the book of Ruth written? Probably after the Judeans returned from Babylonian exile around the year 400 BCE. The Judeans interact with with many foreign peoples, and the anonymous author of Ruth knew there were at least two ways of dealing with foreigners who lived in the midst of the Jewish people. I write about this in my book, Righteous Gentiles in the Hebrew Bible, Ancient Models for Sacred Relationships. First, there was the Ezra model. When the Judeans ended their exile in Babylonia and returned to the land of Israel, their leaders, Ezra and Nehemiah, wanted to reconstitute the Jewish people as a unified ethnic group. To that end, Ezra prohibited all intermarriage with local residents of the land of Israel, which included the Moabites. Ezra was overly zealous and more than a little ethnocentric. Israel was holy seed. By contrast, once a Gentile, always a Gentile. But there was another model, the Ruth model. The author of Ruth told a different story. A Moabite woman found shelter within the Jewish people. More than that, King David has Moabite blood in his veins, and so therefore will the ultimate Messiah. I understand the Ezra model. I don't like it. It's ruthless. I don't like the modern, vulgar manifestations of that model, terms like goy, goyim, goyesha, shiksa, shagets, a Jewish, non-Jewish woman, a Gentile man. Why does the anti-convert Jew-by-choice thing bother me so much? First, I take it personally. It affects people I love. But second, it has everything to do with this present moment in Jewish history. This was in the Jewish Telegraphic Agency, JTA. Jasmine Hodge started converting to Judaism eight years ago. But it wasn't until October 7th that she set a date to finish. When Hamas struck Israel on October 7th, killing about 1,200 people and taking hundreds of hostages. She felt the gap in her identity acutely. When the attack happened, I just felt this urgency to be even more connected with God because I felt that every single prayer with so many against us was needed right now, Hodge said. As I continue to elevate my prayers and elevate my closeness to God, I realized that this was the time more than ever that I needed to push things to the finish line. Hodge is not the only person to experience a pull toward conversion after October 7th. 
multiple rabbis told the Jewish telegraphic agency that they have seen a surge in interest from potential converts since the attack, both from people who were already in the process of converting and from people who had never before been in touch. The surge has taken place even as the attack and the ensuing war between Israel and Hamas have fueled anti-Semitic incidents around the world. To be clear, she was in the process of converting, got diverted from that goal, and then resumed full force after October 7th, which is ironic. According to the Shulchan Aruch, the classic code of Jewish law, when someone comes to Jewish authorities and seeks to join the Jewish people, this is what happens. When a person comes to convert, say to him, what did you see that motivated you to come to convert? Don't you know that the Jewish people in this time are oppressed and suffering? If he says, I know this and I will still become a part of your people, receive him immediately. Present-day equivalent. Don't you know the Jewish people in this time are the subject of international revulsion? Don't you know Jew-haters march on college campuses? Don't you know a terrorist group has sworn to kill Jews? Don't you know Jews are subject to attack every single day? Imagine now the candidate who says, I know this, and I will still become a part of your people. People who want to be Jewish? Now? Even now? Especially now. Welcome, in the name of God. Martini Judaism is a Blue Jay Atlantic production for Religion News Service. Our senior producer is Jay Woodward. The editor is Julia Windham. Paul O'Donnell and Roxanne Stone are the consulting producers. I'm your host, Rabbi Jeff Salkin. Thanks for joining us. Shalom. Bye-bye.